Welcome to Bartender Journey Podcast number 103. My name is Brian Vincent Weber, and this is the podcast that talks all about bartending and spirits and cocktails. Hey, I received a nice letter from an, uh, from a listener. Her name's Karina, and she's a cocktail enthusiast. And she uh, she's considering going to Tales of the Cocktail for the first time this year, which is very cool. She had a few questions about Tales, and uh, I, af- I asked her if she'd be kind enough to come on the show and share so we could share the answers with everybody. I got on Skype with her, and I'll have that for you in just a few minutes. But first, I want to tell you about some cocktail books. Or uh, I've gotten awfully obsessed with cocktail books and books about the history of spirits and, and cocktails and bars. And, uh, well, next week, actually, I have a, I have a call set up with uh, Christine Seismano this week. And she's the author of America Walks Into a Bar, A Spirited History of Taverns and Saloons, Speakeasies, and Grog Shops. So uh, I should have that for you next week. But I recently got a copy of Greg Sider's book, it's called Alchemy in a Glass, The Essential Guide to Handcrafted Cocktails. I really dig this book. He, uh, one thing he talks about is four uh, layers or elements of making great drinks. Uh, the first is foundation, which is the correct balance of spirit, sweet, and sour. And uh, I always kind of thought of that as <laughs> the only ingredients of a great cocktail, those, those three things. But that's only one of four that he has. Uh, the next thing he lists is dimension, which is things like herbs or bitters. Uh, and there's others. Uh, and uh, then he talks about finish or texture. And this can be things like uh, when you rim a glass with salt or sugar, or it can be uh, bubbly from soda or sparkling wine, or it can be uh, if you add egg white to your drink uh, to, and shake it up and make it real foamy, that's another element of finish. And then the uh, last of the four is what he calls the X factor, which is sort of an intangible, magical thing that comes from the experience of uh, drinking that drink. Greg does a great job in this book. Uh, the first section is, is um, classic cocktails or uh, your kind of your standards, and uh, then he gets into his original drinks. But uh, I really liked his take on the on the classics, on the standards. And uh, one thing that was kind of cool was uh, rather than simple syrup, he always always uses agave syrup, uh, which for some reason I've never really gotten into. I've kind of stayed away from that until now. And uh, I guess because, I mean, you always have white sugar laying around for simple syrup. Uh, you know, just regular granulated sugar is uh, always available and, uh, and frankly cheaper than agave syrup. And when I wanted to get fancy, I'd always make a honey syrup, which I, was, I think is delicious. So it's great. But uh but the uh, agave syrup, I really like. It gives it a nice, uh, nice texture to your drink. It makes it, it gives it like weight or mouthfeel. That that phrase that I feel like I use too much, but uh, it's it really gives a it gives it body um, and and a really nice flavor, and I like that. Um, and uh, Greg also substitutes uh, the agave syrup plus orange bitters in a lot of his drinks that normally would call for triple sec or Cointreau. Uh, for instance, the margarita, the Cosmo, and the sidecar, all three of those uh, would normally uh, call for triple sec or Cointreau. And all three of those, he uses the agave syrup plus orange bitters, which is actually great. It tastes, tastes fabulous, and uh, frankly, it's, it's cheaper than using Cointreau. I mean, triple sex is cheap, but it tastes terrible usually. Um, and Cointreau is awesome, or Grand Marnier, but it's uh, expensive. So um, this really makes a really nice balanced cocktails, and, uh, and they're a little more uh, affordable. 
Actually, I used Greg's recipe on Valentine's Day for the Cosmo to make a drink special, but I just uh, topped it off with a little sparkling wine. So uh, we sold a ton of them. So it was just the fresh lime juice, uh, some cranberry juice, some uh, good quality vodka, and uh, the agave syrup with orange bitters. Topped off with the uh, sparkling wine, and uh, the ladies loved them. And as for Greg's original drinks in this book, there's some real good ones in there. A lot of them take uh, a bit of a bit of work with uh, infusions or uh, specially made bitters or tinctures that you need to make. Uh, so uh, some of them are pretty elaborate, but uh, I love the names of his drinks. Uh, say hello to my little friend. That's my favorite. And he's got the John Lee Hooker and uh, French Connection, Breaking the Law, Tequila Mockingbird. Great names for drinks. And uh, at the end there, there's a good section on shaking and stirring, uh, techniques for that. Um, There's some really interesting purees uh, with fresh pineapple. And he was heavily influenced by uh, Asian Asian foods and Asian ingredients. uh, So there's a lot of uh, interesting and different things in here. So uh, I like this book very much. Very cool. Recommended. And uh, I'll try to do a, try to do more uh, book reviews for you guys. I have a lot of them here that <laughs> I have to get to. A lot of them uh, I haven't even started on. So uh, I'll try to do that every uh, once in a while. All right, we're going to talk to Karina in just a minute. But uh, first, let me tell you about something. If you go to my website, bartenderjourney.net, you can click on a link there for Flavar, and you can get $10 off. And they have some really cool, interesting uh, spirits, stuff you might not find in your local... Uh, Spirits shop, liquor store, wine store. And uh, so, like I said, you can get $10 off by using that link on my website. Uh, it'll be along with this show, number 103. And you can see, click on Flavar, you'll get $10 off. And uh, you can also sign up for their tasting packs, which is really neat. They'll send you five little tastes of, uh, you know, like little airplane bottle size of whiskey from all over the world. And it's so cool. It's stuff you most likely never would have heard of before. I had a whiskey from France. I tasted a whiskey from Switzerland that was really interesting. Here's one. I'm going to give, give it a taste while we're talking about it. Uh, Koval Single Barrel Millet Whiskey, made with millet in uh, Minnesota, actually. So let's see what this tastes like. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Got a little sweetness, like uh, maple syrup almost, but uh, it's got a nice spiciness to it as well that I like. And uh, that's, oh, I like that a lot. Excellent. All right, well, let's talk to Karina about Tales of the Cocktail. Hello. Hi. Karina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Well, it was uh, great to hear from you. I, w- I was glad to hear your questions about uh, Tales of the Cocktail, and I'm happy to answer them. I, I sent you uh, a couple of responses, but uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk to it, talk about it, you know, on, on the show. So uh, you're, you're thinking about going to the Tales for the first time, huh? Right. Yeah. I'm just, I've never worked as a bartender. I'm just a home enthusiast, but I've always wanted to go. And I'm thinking this might be the year. You you won't <laughs> believe how much fun you have. It's it's so great. It's so great. Yeah, so. I actually went to New Orleans for the first time last year with my husband and some friends. So it was a lot of fun. All right. Did you uh, wander off Bourbon Street much, or did you stay pretty much to the uh, tourist kind of things? No, we we did a lot. We did go into like the Garden District and took the streetcar and stuff. Yeah, we went to a lot of a lot of cool bars. All right. Well, you you'll have such a great time at Tales, and uh, it'll really open your horizons as far as um, cocktails and and bars. And it you'll be you'll be you'll be amazed. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't have your questions right in front of me, but do you, do you have happen to have them? Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you what advice would you give to someone going 
for the first time and in particular someone who might be going alone? Well, uh, going alone is not a problem at all. The, the first time I went, I went alone and I made so many friends. You know, all you have to do is talk to people, you know, and there's plenty of opportunities to do that because you'll, um, you know, you're standing in line to get into an event or standing in line, um, let's say at the, uh, Bloody Mary bar at nine 30 in the morning. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, next thing you know, you're talking to somebody and, and you're like, Oh, what are you doing after this? I don't know. What are you doing? And then uh, I know about such and such event. How, you want to go with me? You know, it's great. And, uh, that, it, that's just a great way to make friends and, and, uh, meet up with people, you know? And next thing you know, you have you have brand new best friends, <laughs> <laughs> and there, you know there's so many events going on. Do you know how it works? Like if if you spend, uh, I think it's a hundred dollars or hundred fifty dollars on Tales of the Cocktail official events, you get a wristband, and then with that wristband, you can go to tons of um, free events, sponsored events, uh, tastings, and things like that. Yeah, I had read about that, and it seems like they'll be really easy to spend that hundred or whatever. There's so many good seminars. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to spend that much money. <laughs> uh, yeah, the seminars are great, and then you know the things like the cocktail tour count towards that that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's mostly the seminars, but there, there's a few tasting rooms and things that charge to get in. But um, once you get that wristband, you know you're you're pretty much set. You know you're not gonna believe me. You're not gonna be bored. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there's always something going on. And uh, they, they released a preliminary schedule uh, for this coming tales. Uh, and it shows, you know, I mean, there's always like three or four things going on at, at all times. It's, it's amazing. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I saw the, the list of seminars. Did they actually put up the schedule? Um, so far, they, yeah, they, they released that list of seminars that you, that you're talking about and then oh, okay. they, they released, um, sort of a schedule, but it's, it's still kind of preliminary. So, um, it's not set in stone yet, but, uh, you know, they're working on it. It's not easy to coordinate all those people, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, but- you know, and then there's, there's rooftop parties at the, at the pool. <laughs> you know, I remember the, uh, Angostura pool party last year. That was uh-huh. so much fun. Even though it was pouring rain, it was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of leads to my next question. I was going to ask how do you prioritize with so many seminars and parties and tastings and everything going on? It seems like you definitely won't get to do everything you want to do. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Uh, what did you say, prioritize? You dropped out a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you just have to choose. And uh, I would recommend doing it ahead of time, you know, not waiting till the last minute. And uh, once the final schedule is written in stone, just um, look through it and choose what you want to do. And I I mean, I, I put it into my phone, you know, everything that I want, every single event that I want to go to, and I'll have my phone, you know, give me a reminder 15 minutes ahead of time or so. because (laughs) It's easy to, you know, get caught up in whatever it is you're doing, and you start talking to people and you're, you're having fun. And then the next thing you know, oh, I missed that thing I really, really wanted to go to, you know? So, right. uh, so I set alarms on my phone to make sure that I don't, I don't miss anything, you know? And especially since I'm, you know, I have to record certain events and things for, um, this deal I made with Tales of the Cocktail, but you know, there's certain things I definitely can't miss because I've, mm-hmm. I've already, uh, I'm, I'm already committed to doing them. So, uh, I don't want to miss them, but, uh, but just that, you know, setting those alarms on your phone, I, I found makes a big difference. And, and there's an app too. Um, 
there's an official Tales of the Cocktail app each year that comes out and it shows you every event that's going on, you know, now. And uh, it's it's very helpful um, to have that app on your phone. And, um, you know, if you happen to be like, oh, what should I do next? You know, you just pull out your phone and uh, it'll it'll tell you two or three things that are going on at that particular moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and how to get there if, you, if you're not familiar. Because a lot of the events, um, you know, the majority of them are at, at at the two hotels, Monteleon and uh, Royal Sinista, but um, there's a lot of events also at the different bars uh, throughout New Orleans. So okay. uh, you might not know how to get to the mall. So uh, the app and your phone will help you find those all. You know. Oh, that's really cool. Are there any uh, seminars that you're really looking forward to? Uh, well, like I said in uh, in our correspondence, the anything with Dale DeGroff and David Wondridge is going to be amazing. Um, right. Those, I feel those, the same. <laughs> those guys are great. Uh, David Wondridge is just amazing. You probably, you may have heard me talk about him on the, on the podcast before. Um, he's, he's such a great guy, knowledgeable guy and, and Dale the same. Um, some of the ones that caught my eye was, uh, from a business standpoint, uh, the cost of a cocktail is, is one seminar, three phases of hospitality. Hospitality, I think, is so important to talk about mm-hmm. almost more than anything else. Uh, sustaining a bartending career, that's cool. That's something I'd like to share with the listeners here on the show. Yeah. And uh, how to go broke opening a bar. So <laughs> that's another uh, business one. Uh, then all the bars of stage, that sounds like a cool seminar um, about showmanship, I suppose. And... Um, Write yourself famous. So that's sort of a way to, uh, I think, for bartenders and people in this industry like myself who are looking to branch out into other aspects of the business <laughs> rather than being behind the bar all day and all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a seminar called Untold Stories of Three Classic Cocktails. I'd like to check that out. Sounds like a good way to drink some Manhattans, Negronis, and Old Fashions. <laughs> I'm just guessing on that one. I don't know. Uh, Brains and Booze, the Neurology of Mixology with Pamela Witnitzer. Pamela's very cool. She's from the Dead Rabbit in Manhattan, and uh, which is considered one of the best bars in the world uh, by Tales of Cocktail and, and uh, most surveys. Uh, but um, she, yeah, she's very cool, fun to hang out with, and uh, she's a smart cookie. I'd like to see what she has to say about that. And the subject matter sounds very interesting. They're also great. You really can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, Camper English. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who he is? The yeah, he writes yeah. academics. Yeah, he has um, one one on prehistoric cocktail technology, something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was one called the International Barflies Bucket List, and oh. that's so me because I just love to travel and like check out all the coolest bars everywhere I go. Yeah. Well, one thing definitely not to miss is the duo events, and that's they, they kind of start usually about 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and that's where you get people like, like Dale DeGroff and David Wondridge and um, Deshaun and Jimmy Han and the, these guys actually getting mm-hmm. behind the bar at, at, at different bars throughout New Orleans, and they're actually making you drinks, you know, and, and these are, that's such a rare opportunity to have these guys actually hands-on make you a drink, you know, Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. It's so much fun. It sounds really fun. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and some of them get packed, you know. Some of them you can't even get near the bar, but it's it's just worth going to every, every one that you can. Those duo events, I, I think that was new last year. I think last year was the first year for that, but it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, another question. You probably can handle this better because you're from New York, but how do you handle the humidity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from Central California, and it's, 
super hot, but we don't get humidity like that. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you get – not that you get used to it being from New York, but it's – I guess uh, being exposed to it my whole life, you know, it wasn't such a sh- shock, but it's 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 not easy. Pretty bad. <laughs> and then like even when I'm get... in May, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Entails is in what July, middle of yeah. July, like the hottest time of the year. But it's you know, um, there's actually a pretty good breeze, like going. Um, I guess like if you stand on Bourbon Street. A lot uh-huh. of times there's a good breeze going whoosh, right, right, right through the streets, you know, uh, depending where you are. Um, yeah, dress, uh, dress light. And then there's it, a lot of cold drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of time you're inside in the hotels and all. So uh, actually, I, I, I don't know if you heard the podcast I released today, but uh, I, w- I had to run from one hotel to another and it was pouring, pouring rain. And then I was going to interview Julie Reiner. And mm-hmm. uh, so now, you know, I, I was soaking wet and the air conditioning is blowing on me and I, now I'm freezing cold, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was really weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just dress light and uh, <laughs> drink on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you been to any other cocktail conventions like the Manhattan Cocktail Classic or? Yeah, yeah, Manhattan Cocktail Classic is great. Also, um, yeah, it rivals Tales of the Cocktail. I tell you, uh, mm. it's it, it's very well done, um, and uh, a lot of the same people, um, and it's spread throughout uh, throughout Manhattan. So it's it's more uh, sort of widespread, you know, where where. In uh, Tales of the Cocktail, it's all within the French Quarter, pretty much. Right. Um, but with Manhattan Cocktail Classic, uh, it's spread within the five boroughs of, of New York City, you know. So it's um, it's a lot more widespread. And if you're not familiar with the city, it might be harder to get around, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but um, it's it's a great event as well. It really is. And then um, I went to John Tapfer's event in uh, Las Vegas, the uh, nightclub and bar show. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool too. It's a different different focus, more 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 on business, more on um it's more like a trade show where you're dealing with, you know, there might be uh you know, there's there's drinks and there's uh glasses, but there might be uh, vendors selling you um like sound equipment, lighting equipment for bars and and um you know, all of, it's it's really like a trade show, but it but it's a great event as well and there's a lot of cool parties and interesting things. I I'd like to go to that again. It's been 2 or 3 years since I've been to that event. I'd like to go again, but I don't I don't know if it's going to work out this year. But it's yeah. uh, I mean that, you know, John Taffer is a, he's the king, you know. I mean, he knows the, as, when it comes to the bar business, you can't beat that guy. Do you watch, do you only, watch his show? Do you watch his show? Yeah, you, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Are you having any cocktails this evening? You know what? I'm not having one right now because I am going to meet a friend later. Um, a bar that we go to on we go Wednesdays and have whiskey because they have like whiskeys, and if you try them all, you get your name on the plaque on the wall. <laughs> all right, you get like a so punch, card, about, punch card or whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're we're getting close. Yeah, there was um there was a seminar last year that I went to at Tales of Cocktail. One of the guys was talking about that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good thing. You know, you, you get to try a lot of different uh, a lot of different products, and um, yeah, it's fun. You know, punch card. Hey, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm having a little Negroni here as I talk to you. So nice. Cheer, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Of course, of course, it's uh, what is it? After nine o'clock p.m. here and six o'clock where you are yeah oh that's another thing you should know about going to tales everybody says cheers all the time it's like aloha it says it's it's hello it's goodbye it's thank you (laughs) 
All right. You got any other questions? Uh, I think that was about it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, like you were asking, uh, what do you do if you go by yourself, you know? And, and I said, uh, hey, you know, I'm sure you'll make friends. You'll ha- you can hang out with us, too, you know? I'm, I'm planning to meet up with uh, Chris and Ozeal, if you heard us on the show last, oh, yeah. the last couple of and weeks. Oh, yeah, and I listened to... Chris's podcast as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, and thanks for turning me on to that, that rum uh, podcast. That was cool. You know, I grew up in um, Staten Island, New York, actually, and, and uh, one of the uh, shows that I heard with that with that guy was on the rum podcast, he was talking about how the first distillery in America was on Staten Island, and I thought that was really cool. Oh, that is. Yeah, and, uh, you know, wait till you meet these people that are just so into making making cocktails and high-quality stuff, you know. What, what's been your uh, experience? How did, how did you get interested in, in making high-quality cocktails? Um, you know, I can't even remember when I at first started getting into it. Um, I think I had just got some old bar books like Mr. Boston's or something at nice. an antique store. Mm-hmm. And then I remember a couple of books that really got me into it. Um, one was called Vintage Spirits and Forgotten Cocktails. Mm. Have you heard of that one by Ted High? Yeah, I don't have that one. I've heard of it. And it just focuses on like all these drinks and it had the history for each one and just really cool pictures. And it was that one. And then also beach bum Barry, his books. Yeah. Yeah. The, I really recommend those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. You were saying uh, you're, you're not a professional bartender, but you're kind of the expert among your friends. So I think yeah, that's really everybody cool. always comes to my house for yeah. drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they know you're making the good stuff. I hope they bring bottles with them. You squeezing right. uh, fresh juices and all that. Oh, definitely. And we actually just got a Bevmo last weekend. I don't know if you guys have those on the East Coast. Is that a juicer? No, it's a like a big liquor store. Oh. Like a big. So yeah, I went o- over there and got some good stuff, which I probably should be saving my money for till the cocktail. <laughs> yeah, it can do damage on your credit card pretty easy if you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I know what you mean, but yeah, I've got a I've got a piles of books all around me now you know i can't i can't get enough of the uh cocktail books lately right i got the um the death and company book oh yeah i got that one for christmas yeah yeah (laughs) it's a great book have you seen the the bar book by jeffrey margenthaler i have one that's really good yeah that's excellent um i don't know i got books all over the place but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i got more books than i can read i do too yeah that's my other love books yeah cool well, there's a uh, at Tales of the Cocktail. There's a bookstore that's open uh, nine or ten hours a day, and mm-hmm. so every every book you can imagine is there. And then they usually have uh, two authors at all times in the lo- in the lobby of uh, oh, wow. of the hotel <laughs> signing books. So uh, that'll do a number on your credit card too. Yeah, and, and then uh, and then uh, Cocktail Kingdom does a pop up. Um, shop there so well any bar tools you want you can get mm-hmm. there as well oh you can have a great time you can have a great time <laughs> yeah we, we look forward to uh meeting you and and uh sharing a cocktail or two with you and uh don't delay make your make your plans yes i need to <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i booked my hotel not my airfare yet but uh i, I keep thinking yeah oh, i'm trying to find a good flight cheaper flight yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, I'm looking at flights that are cheaper, but they're less convenient. And I'm like, eh, you know what? For an extra hundred dollars, you know, for you know, I don't have to lay over in an airport for four hours or whatever. Right. It's kind of worth it. 
I saw one deal on Expedia. It's like, wow, that's a great price. Oh, you have to change planes three times? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, add an extra day onto your trip. <laughs> yeah, really. As far as getting there, Tales of the Cocktail, uh, the, there's uh, registration. The main events start on Wednesday. Um, uh-huh. I'm looking at flying in on Tuesday, and then but they have registration on Tuesday that ends at six o'clock. So it's that's another thing with my flight. I'm looking at a flight that would get me there probably not in time to register by six p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. on Tuesday, you know, and then Wednesday morning it's a it's a madhouse at registration. You might wait. You might wait. You know, an hour or more oh. for registration on Wednesday morning. You know, so uh, that's something else to to keep in mind. So, you know, now I'm looking at a flight that would leave New York at 6 a.m., you know, on Tuesday, but give me plenty of time to uh, get down there in time to have everything taken care of Tuesday. I'll be all set for Wednesday morning. Won't have to wait in line or anything like that. That's a good idea. So, uh, just something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, you were asking about the hotels, like if it's necessary to stay at, um, at, at the Royal Sinesto or the uh, or Hotel Monteleone. It's, uh, it's convenient if, if you can do it. Um, but I, I think if you stay within the French Quarter, um, you know, not too far away, it's not, it's not that big a deal. You know, I mean, it, it is nice to, uh, to stay yeah. right, at, right at the uh, Monteleone. Like if you, you know, you, you can run upstairs and, you know, you end up with a lot of swag bags and stuff, you know, you could just run right. upstairs and drop your stuff off and go out and wash your face and head out again or whatever, you know, <laughs> take a nap for half an hour because you might need it. Yeah, I think I decided I am going to do that if I go because it's actually a pretty good rate. That's a really nice hotel. I mean, we went in there last time. It's a great hotel. It's a great hotel. And, um, yeah, the rate's not bad at all if you book through uh, the Tales of the Cocktail website. And, uh, oh, yeah, the other advice was um, don't don't try to finish every drink that's put in front of you because (laughs) there will always be another one. Yeah, that can be bad. If you try to finish every drink that's put in front of you, you're not going to last long. Did you see a lot of um, people who had overindulged and? No, everybody, <laughs> no. Everybody, everybody pretty much paces himself. You know, they're all they're all professional drinkers, right? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I have been to, which is, um, I mean, it's not just cocktail focused, but um, Tiki Oasis in um, San Diego. Oh yeah, which is like a tiki festival, and they have bands. They have mm. they do have seminars and stuff, but not just all cocktail based. But yeah, that was really cool. Mm, room know. parties and oh it's fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've heard they that. actually have uh like people that sponsor the room parties like mm-hmm. you know the rum brands will sponsor the room parties and they'll have these crazy parties because they rent out the entire hotel they that's the only people that can book as if you're going to tiki oasis oh wow are you especially into rums or is that sort of a passion of yours or no yeah <laughs> i do like rums i like i like the tiki drinks a lot i also like the classic cocktails so i really like both rum mm-hmm. My gin, probably my favorites. Well, yeah, so that's another thing, you know, to plan your trip. Just look at um, once the, like I was saying, once everything's finalized, see what you're really interested in. Like, for instance, last year, Angostura had several events, but one of them was just sort of like the history of rum. It was just a free it was a tasting room, so if you had that, if you have once you get the wristband, you can go to that. Um, it didn't cost any extra, and it was just like a hour and a half seminar about rum and rum tasting, and and their rum is awesome. Have you had Have you had uh, Angostura rum? 
I actually did. I um, tried it at Tiki Oasis at a rum tasting with Martin Kate. I don't know mm. if you know that is. Mm-mm. Bartender in uh, San Francisco okay. has a Smuggler's Cove. Mm, yeah, I've heard of that. So yeah, that was that was one of the rums we tasted. It was one of my favorites. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> you know, there's there's some great rums out there that are just you know, and it's kind of a. I feel like it's kind of un, underrepresented in America right now. You know, not right. Not that, you- not that people don't drink it, but you know, people are more focused on whiskey and bourbon and scotch and and things. But uh, there, there's some great bargains out there with rum, and and I think it's delicious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that Angostura rum is so good. Oh, and I, I can't, I can't buy it. I, you know, it's really hard to find in New York, actually. Yeah, I haven't seen it here, even at, even at Bevmo, our new spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get some Demerara rum, mm-hmm. some El Dorado. Cool. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll find plenty of everything at Tales of the Cocktail. Well, this was cool. Thanks so much for uh, jumping on the on the line with me. Can't wait to meet up with you at Tales of the Cocktail. Looking forward to it. Well, thanks for having me. It's really cool asking you the questions. <laughs> yeah, very cool. All right. Well, we'll we'll be in touch and uh, you know, sh- shoot me a message uh, when you finalize your plans and let me know when you're gonna when you're gonna be down there. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Karina. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Thank you again, Corina, for coming on the show and hope to see you down in New Orleans in July for Tales of the Godtail. And same for all you guys out there listening. Uh, If you're going to make it to Tales, uh, drop me a line, vince.bartender at gmail.com. And you can uh, let me know if you're going to be there and uh, maybe we'll meet up somewhere along the lines. Remember to follow me on Twitter at BarkeepTips and subscribe on iTunes. If you get your uh, podcast through iTunes or Stitcher Radio, make sure you subscribe so you'll get the new shows as soon as they become available. And please, please do me a favor if you can go to iTunes and there's a spot there where you can leave a review. You can give stars. Five stars is the most. And you can uh, just leave a little something and it really helps uh, helps other people find us in, in iTunes. So uh, the reviews are really helpful. And of course, you can go to bartenderjourney.net and that's the website of the show and you can check out the show notes, etc. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. 